Welcome to the Inspiring Tech Leaders podcast with me, Dave Roberts. This week, I'm pleased to introduce a new segment to the podcast that recognizes the rising stars of technology. In this new segment, I will be talking with up-and-coming technology leaders and learning more about their journey to becoming the next generation of CXOs. I'm delighted to welcome Alina Timoveva to the podcast, who is a senior manager at KPMG and has previously worked for Accenture and PwC. Alina is a multi-award winning executive that has been recognized in the top 50 women in the software power list and also in the Tech Women 100. Alina graduated from Moscow State University with both bachelor's and master of science degrees in mathematics. She has also successfully achieved a further master of science degree in risk and finance from the London School of Economics and Political Science and completed an MBA level course with Harvard University. Alina is going to share her incredible story of how she grew up in Russia and developed into a successful technology leader in London. Thank you for joining us today, Alina. Thank you very much, Dave. Thank you for inviting me. So I'd like to start off just by understanding your your own story and your own background. I know it's an incredible journey that you've been through, but can you share some of that with the audience today? You highlighted quite a lot of my achievements. But I think what is really important, I wasn't always successful. In fact, for a very long time, I used to suffer from confidence or lack of confidence. In terms of my background, I come from a simple family in Russia. I was brought up to be a housewife by my grandmother. And there weren't necessarily any specific prospects. So she really wanted me to know English and to be a tutor of English, which is more like two or three hours a day job. And then the rest of the time I'll be with my husband and children. Anyway, the important thing for me was that I always wanted to have a better lifestyle. I wanted to move from my small area, which is called Sonsova, which you probably never heard about. I wanted to move to some sort of a bigger town bigger country, and to make sure that whatever I do, I am successful. I didn't know exactly how I'll be successful, but I I knew that I need to take action. And this really helped me transform, transform from that little girl with perhaps no parents, no money, and no prospects in a little town, transform into the successful and multi-award winning woman in London. And I personally feel that taking action was something which really helped me. And whenever I talk to my teams or to my mentees, I really advise them to take on the action. Well, it is an incredible story that you, you know, where you've come from. And you mentioned your education there. So a very impressive educational background that you've got. But what was the inspiration then to move into technology? I mean, to be very honest, my main degree was in mathematics. And I was a scientist in mathematics. The thing is, a lot of the stuff I was doing was very theoretical. It wasn't really practical. And what I wanted to do for my job is to see how technology benefits the people, how it benefits the business challenges. And what do we exactly do, say, if we code? What exactly do we do to bring this transformation? I just want to say that... um, When I was looking for a job, I wasn't only looking for technology jobs. I was looking much more broader. But I felt that in the end, I did get an offer for technology consulting. I accepted it. I was very good at it. And I stayed in technology and I never regretted. 
So what was your motivation to move from Moscow to London? And what has been your greatest challenge since living in the UK? I personally feel that I wanted to try to do something which I didn't see other people do before me in my surroundings. I was very passionate about going maybe UK or maybe US. But my challenge was that I didn't know anybody. So when I actually moved to UK, I moved all by myself. I moved one day before starting my job in Accenture. And I felt a little bit horrified and terrified. I was quite ready to the fact that I don't know anybody, but I didn't expect such a big cultural shift. And when I joined, I looked different, I talked differently, I dressed up differently, and I was just like completely different. And I didn't necessarily fit into the community or into the society. I had wider challenges, which were more organizational. So things like how to get accommodation, or I was perhaps getting kicked out from some of the accommodations. And then I would say it's just the general things which are quite common, I guess, for British people, but perhaps I didn't know about. So things like small talk, uh, things like being less straightforward and perhaps more polite. And I was being too straightforward, perhaps less polite, perhaps no small talk, not dressed up the way I would be expected to be. And I was just standing out quite a lot. I was in the first year really depressed and I was thinking I'll try it anyway. And in the worst case, I'm going to write a book around how unsuccessful I was, but also all the funny stories and weird things that happened to me in the first year. But now I survived and I was very happy that I stayed. What is quite important for me now is just making sure when I see some of my colleagues or maybe wider people who come from abroad and perhaps from a wider culture, uh, not necessarily British, is just making sure that they feel that they are included and also making sure that there is some support uh, to just talk them through things which may be quite simple around culture, but still different for them. What about describing the types of technology roles that you've been involved in during your career to date? So I've been through a variety of roles, and it's important to say that most of the time I do consulting. What is important for me is making sure that if it is a transformation, technology meets the business needs. So there needs to be a compelling business driver before you even start doing technology. Mm. And my role in many of the cases was bringing together the people, the people who are very tacky ones, like scientists or coders, and people who are very businessy. So the guys that really want to make the customer lives better or have a view of a use case, for example, but they don't understand technology. And the reason I was quite good is I do have this technical background from my mathematics education. I do understand the tacky people, just the way how they think. But at the same time, I'm really passionate around bringing transformation to the customers. So how do we ensure that we don't just do technology or say cloud for the sake of doing technology, but we do it to bring, you know, these benefits to our clients, to our customers and to the business. I want to say that I really love my job right now. 
And the reason is I grew quite quickly through the ranks. So I went from an analyst to a senior manager in six years. Basically, my role has evolved from doing work myself to more understanding the client's pitching for the type of work they want to do, winning that work, and then subsequently scoping and delivering it. So could you actually tell us a little bit more about the actual types of technology projects that you've been helping clients with? A lot of the time I spend on cloud transformation. And that is very, very interesting because it may start as a technology change, but actually, as I mentioned, it needs to meet the business driver. So the types of things I would be doing with my team is ensuring that you have a clear strategy in place when you go to cloud. You understand from the architecture point of view what needs to be done, in particular if it's a multi-cloud environment. You think about the compliance elements. So there are quite a lot of regulations in financial services which need to be met. And then subsequently, which is perhaps the most important thing, is when you move to cloud, how do you actually use it day-to-day for your data, data analytics, and similar things? One of the key challenges our clients face is they spend a lot of time and effort moving to cloud, and then perhaps they don't realize the benefits. So my role and my team's role is helping them throughout this journey and also subsequently, how do they realize these benefits? How do they really see this as a transformation rather than just purely a technology change? So what skills do you think are important to be successful in technology? And where do you see your career in the future? I personally feel that it's important to have a mix of both the technical and the business skills. When I just joined Accenture, I was quite technical because I had a mathematical education. What I learned is just by being technical, however good you are, it's quite hard to move up. And what I was recommended is that there are quite a lot of people who are businessy. There are quite a lot of people who are technical, but there are not so many people that can bring these two together. And if I can master both the technical and the business skills in one person, that would be a proper unique position uh, for the employer. It's important the more you move into the senior role and As you asked me about the senior role, I want to grow and I want to grow fast. I'm looking to become a partner and uh, within quite a short cycle, I'm being told that perhaps I can do it quicker than most of my peers or quicker than most of the people before me. But I would say the most important thing for me is making sure that I have the time to conquer you know, whatever skills are required for this. And it can be in consulting, working across wider projects or big programs or maybe different geographies. So I just want to experience all of that as I develop my skills. I know you're particularly passionate about providing mentoring and coaching, especially with our migrant community. So can you tell me more about the types of activities that you're getting involved with? I support a number of nonprofit organizations. I'll name a few. One is Kajigo, which is more targeted at younger girls that want to grow in technology. 
The second one is migrant leaders. So it's essentially the people that maybe from either a different background or perhaps more unfortunate background, but want to succeed in the leading roles. And the third one is like-minded females. And again, this is targeted at ladies that perhaps want to move into technology or just want to explore what's available. The reason I'm very passionate around migrants is, as I said earlier, when I came to UK, I didn't really feel that I belonged and there wasn't actually anyone who could necessarily guide me or help me. So it took a very long time for me to try to fail, to get unhappy, and then to try and to fail again. So I just want to provide a different perspective to my mentees of what they potentially could do. And it's their choice, what they may want to do themselves and what works better for them. But I want to be this guide to show this is what I've been doing. This is how you could address it. All these are perhaps the different perspectives of how you could look into this. I think that's one of the really important things that we need to do uh, is, is encouraging at that earlier age people to get uh, of, of all diversity to get involved within technology. So, yeah, how are you helping to ensure that that diversity and inclusion within within your technology teams? An interesting thing about my role is we always have a connected team. So practically what this means, we don't just have a technology team. We pair the individuals from, say, cyber team, architecture, analytics, people and change. So we would always have, you know, a mixture and diversity within the team. That's a very good point. When I moved to UK, as you may have understood, I didn't feel that I was included as part of the community. And that experience has brought me to think much more differently on this topic. So I'm not just thinking about it as a leader or as a senior manager, because it's an important topic. But I do have all the memories of how I felt that I don't belong. Personally, what I tend to do is ensure that there are open discussions within the team, if it's you know my project or my smaller team. Wider than that, I do support the diversity and inclusion communities and also the discussions. I think that there are more things which we can do, but I'm glad to say from the time I moved six and a half years ago, the things have improved, or at least they have improved in the areas where I'm working at the moment. I do think that there is more to be done. There is visibility of women in technology, but perhaps not so much the wider minorities. So, for example, migrants, I don't see too much effort put into making them welcome at the moment. So when when you're helping the, the migrant community, where are people coming from? I mean, to be honest, it's a mix. A lot of people that reach out to me personally on LinkedIn are from Eastern Europe or Russia. I want to say that it is quite hard for some countries to come over to UK, which perhaps people don't always think about. Uh, but say when I was in Russia and I was applying for a job in UK, I could only find a job if uh, the firm could not identify anyone in Europe or UK with that skill set. And it's quite hard. So as a result, not many people come from Russia to the UK for the sake of you know, working in a corporate 
from my perspective, I'm keen to help everyone. And some of my mentees are from India, some are from Italy, uh, some from Eastern Europe, and some from Africa. So what was the best bit of advice that you've been given during your career journey? And what advice would you give to others who are starting out on theirs? The best advice was that life is like a supermarket. And basically, you yourself choose what you put in your trolley and what is it that you eat. I personally feel that a lot of the things which helped me become successful is that I took action and I chose to have perhaps different opportunities and a different life. And my advice would be for you, don't be afraid. Just take the action, try out different things, and I'm sure that you will be successful. Oh, fantastic. I think, you, you know, it sounds like you've got a uh, very uh, interesting career ahead of you. And I, uh, I wish you every success your career ascent and look forward to, to welcome you back onto the Inspiring Tech Leaders podcast in the future. So just uh, you know, take the opportunity to, to thank you very much uh, for being part of the podcast today. Thank you very much, Dave. I really enjoyed it. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and stay tuned for more Inspiring Tech Leaders. 